This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. I can't believe it is that time once again because there are certain moments throughout the calendar year that I, as a Sports Talk Radio host, live for. Listen, I'm very lucky to have the job that I do. I'm very lucky to have the passionate audience that I have and the great people I work with and the support I have and all that good stuff. But the reason I might be getting a little emotional on you and a little sappy on you is, you know, these last couple months have not been fun. Now, let's get that fun rolling because... We were all jobbed. We are all robbed. We all missed out on the NCAA tournament. But you know what was in the back of my mind once we hit April, once we hit May? I better come on that second Friday in September. And no, I shouldn't be back at school as Rod Stewart once said. I should be doing what we're about to do. So uh, enough of my poetic justice because sometimes, you know, when you get emotional, you get a little off the beaten path. Let's get down to business. We're always down to business. It's now time for the world famous week one JJ After Dark Unlocks of the Week. Let's get it. And here we go. I want winners. I want people that want to win. There's one thing I want you to do for me. What? Come here. What? Win. What are we waiting for? Take this! So fired up to make these picks. Now, full disclosure, I'm doing the Capper Cup on Oddshark. And I had to submit my picks yesterday. I actually had to make an audible on one of these picks because injuries matter. As you go through the injury report, you know, you lose out on two guys. And Denver was going to be my first pick. No Von Miller, no Cortland Sutton. So that game's out. So forget about that. Let's get to the five games I am going to pick this week. Let's start with game number one. I like the LA Chargers laying the three points on the road against the Cincinnati Bengals. I think they're a great spot for the Chargers. Number one, Tyrod Taylor knows exactly what Anthony Lynn is looking to do. He knows that offense from his days with the Buffalo Bills. Then you take a Charger team that can get after the quarterback. And I think that is a recipe for disaster for young man Joe Burrow. And listen, we all saw Joe Burrow dominate the college game at LSU. Could not have had a better season. But I think there's going to be a welcome to the NFL 
type of moment for Burrow. I think the Chargers will be ready. I think the Chargers are going to hit him, and they're going to hit him hard. And there's not going to be a successful debut. I'm going to take the Chargers laying the three points, and it's telling. 56% of the tickets are coming in on the Bengals, and yet they still feel good about laying three out in all of these books out in the desert. I got the Chargers. Not the San Diego Chargers, the LA Chargers in game number one. Game number two, a battle in the NFC North between the Green Bay Packers and the Minnesota Vikings. And I understand the Vikings lost both of the head-to-head -head matchups with the Packers last year, but I like the Vikings in this spot. Number one, the Vikings are a very good week one team. The numbers historically back that up. Number two, and if you've been listening to these shows all spring and all summer, you know my feelings on the Packers. I think they had a lousy offseason. I don't like their playmakers. I think they got incredibly lucky a season ago to go 13-3. and three. And I'm buying the idea that there's going to be a whole lot of regression. And I think that regression starts right out of the gate. A whole lot of Dalvin Cook. Hopefully, Kirk Cousins. We get Sunday one Kirk Cousins, not primetime Kirk Cousins. And I'll take the Minnesota Vikings laying the two and a half in game number two. Game number three. Where do we go? We go to Motown, baby. And I feel like I should be pulling out some Motown. Maybe a little more of a Let's. Maybe a little more of a Gay. Maybe a little Stevie Wonder. I'm going to be in a Motown kind of mood all year with the Detroit Lions, who I took to win the NFC North. Who I took isn't over. So, of course, I'm going to take the Lions in game one against the Chicago Bears. I know the Bear defense is good. Stafford, I think, is going to be all fired up. First game back, coming off the injury. And I get my first chance this year to fade Mitchell Trubisky. I love it. And I also love the line movement in this game. Split action, 50-50 on the tickets. This line opened at one. It got up to three. It's now at two and a half. I got the Lions laying at two and a half. That'll be our play here in game number three game number four now this was the substitution this was the audible i thought about going with indianapolis laying the big number i'm gonna lay off that game i'm gonna give you a couple of dogs we're gonna be barking for our next two picks i'm taking the cleveland browns plus the seven and a half against the baltimore ravens cleveland if you go back to last year played Baltimore tough in both of those games. Now, I know Lamar Jackson in week one last year threw like seven touchdowns against the Dolphins. But he also lost at home to Cleveland. New head coach, Focus Brown team. I don't know if they're going to be good enough to win this game outright. But I think there's a whole lot of value in taking the Browns, getting the hook. This line opened at eight and a half. I see it now at seven and a half. I'm taking the Brownies plus the points. Last but not least, we head up to Foxborough. And I'm rolling with my main man, Brian Flores. And I'm rolling with the Miami Dolphins right out of the gate because the uncertainty factor with New England is there. Cam Newton, new offense, not knowing the weapons. I wouldn't feel comfortable laying six and a half in this game. I think Miami's a live dog. I think Miami can actually win this game outright. I really do.
because New England has had a major drop-off in talent. I think six and a half is way too many points, but I might even be feeling frisky on Sunday. We'll see how I wake up. We'll see how the coffee kicks in. But last but not least, I'm going with the boys. Give me the Miami Dolphins plus the six and a half. Now, we got the Maestro's picks. And remember, nobody was better than the Maestro. Harris Allen last year was a godsend in making these picks. Harris sent his picks over. He will join us maybe a little bit later on in the year, but I'm going to have to narrate them. He's going heads up with yours truly. He's taking the Green Bay Packers plus two and a half. I am not a fan of that play, but Harris and I are heads up on that. He is taking the Philadelphia Eagles, laying the five and a half. Now, I like this. I didn't realize this. Harris and I are rolling together on the Cleveland Browns plus seven and a half. I'm very happy to see that. He is also rolling with Tom Brady plus three and a half. And he will be taking the Tennessee Titans laying two and a half on Monday Night Football. So for Mr. Maestro, Green Bay, Philly, Cleveland, Tampa, and Tennessee. Mike Fliegelman, we got to step it up. We got to get on the Maestro's level this year. So what is on the docket? What is on the card, my friend, for week one? All right, yeah, we have to be a lot better this year. I have a little bit of overlap with both you and Harris in the games you're picking. Uh, Game number one, I'm with you on the Chargers. I'm a big Joe Burrow fan, but you talk about an almost impossible spot this guy's stepping into with the offseason that the entire league just had. A rookie quarterback coming into play his first game. Not against a great opponent, but the Chargers are a solid team. The same way I would describe their quarterback, Tyrod Taylor. He's solid. He's not flashy, but he can get the job done. And one thing the Chargers did really well last year was play well when they came to the East Coast when they had to play at 1 o'clock. I think they roll with that. I think they continue that. Only having to lay the three points. This is more just an I feel bad for Joe Burrow in this spot kind of pick. So I'm going with the Chargers. Another game where I'm with you, a three-point favorite. The Lions fade Mitchell Trubisky. I don't believe in the Bears at all. They were one of my unders. I like the Lions. Maybe not as much as you do, but I do like the Lions this year. Uh, So I'm going to trust Matthew Stafford in that game. They were pretty good last year when he played. Their season went into a tailspin when he got hurt. But even when the games they lost, when Stafford was healthy, these were close games that they were losing. And they played two one-score games against the Bears last year. And those were Jeff Driscoll, David Blau specials. So I think the Lions are going to be able to start their year with a win at home. I'm taking them minus the three. Game number three. This is where I go head-to-head with Harris. I'm taking Washington plus the five and a half. They played Philly really tough last year, week one. And then week 15, they were playing them tough in FedEx Field. The Washington should have covered this game. I don't know if you remember this. The oh, final play of the game. One. I sure do. I sure do. Awful, awful backdoor cover for the Eagles. And if I'm a not mistaken, return please, midfield. you were on Washington that game, and Harris was on the Eagles. That's when you know it's your year, bro. You're That's right. You know. You're right. Harris had the Eagles. I had Washington. I'm going back to that well, though. Dwayne Haskins impressed me late in the year last year, and this is a team with a new coach. But Ron Rivera has obviously coached in the league before, so it's not a rookie head coach who has no idea what he's doing. If anybody can figure out how to navigate what these teams just went through in the offseason, getting used to a new team, I think it's Rivera. And again, I liked what I saw from Haskins last year. I still don't love the weapons that Carson Wentz has in Philly, so I'm going to take Washington. Game number four, Ron Rivera's former team, the Panthers plus three at home against the Raiders. 
I don't love the Raiders, and I know the Panthers aren't expected to be a very good team, but I'm a big Matt Rule fan, and I'm a Teddy Bridgewater fan. They have the best player on the field in this game in Christian McCaffrey. The decent team in Carolina, at least on the offense, is still there. The weapons are okay, and I just don't trust the Raiders coming east and winning this game week one on the road. It's a tough spot. And again, I just, I don't trust them. I like Henry Ruggs. I like Brian Edwards. That's a lot to ask of rookie wide receivers week one to all of a sudden have this rapport with Derek Carr after the offseason these teams just had. So I don't know if the Raiders, if they ever piece it together this year, I don't think it'll be week one. So I'm going to take the Panthers and trust Teddy Bridgewater. Now the fifth game was the toughest one for me. It's, I have to go with one team that you already picked. Do I want to go with the Vikings and trust Kirk Cousins or your Dolphins and Ryan Fitzmagic in week one? As much as I don't like the Packers this year, I'm with you. I'm going to roll with the Dolphins. The Patriots, not only losing Tom Brady, obviously that's huge. Kyle Van Noy has gone for the defense. He's on the other side of that matchup this year with the Dolphins. And early in the year, I don't know what we can expect from Cam. I'm going to take a chance with Fitzmagic week one and Brian Flores going into Foxborough again and winning just like they did at the end of last year. I love it. Fleeks and I are rolling together on the Chargers, the Dolphins, and the Lions. So, Fleeks, we're either going to be off to a winning week or a losing week together. That's all there is to it, bro. That's that. This happened a lot last year where we had a few games, although maybe we got off to a good week one start last year and it went into the tank after that. Yeah, we want a good week one start this year. For me, Miami, Plus the six and a half. Cleveland, plus the seven and a half. Detroit laying two and a half. Chargers laying three. Vikings laying two and a half. Fleeks has Finns. Chargers. Lions. He's throwing in Carolina, plus the three. And Washington, plus the five and a half. And for Mr. Maisha, who was as good as it gets a season ago. Harris Allen rolling with the Titans laying two and a half. Tampa plus three and a half. He's with me on Cleveland plus seven and a half. He is against Fleegs with Philadelphia laying five and a half. And he's against me. Green Bay and Minnesota. He's going with the Pack. I'm going with the Vikings. So there you have it. That is the week one edition of the Unlocks of the Week. Hopefully it will lead to a whole lot of profits. For me... Fleegs for Harris. Hopefully a winning season for all of us. Let's sign for that. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.